little one. This is your first day. Your designation will be RP-01-138. We expect great things from you. Honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? They got your weakened geek cover. And you? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 256 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Roger Lachai, and my co-pilots, the young, the restless, the man who is in a new makeshift studio, but is sitting across from me, and I got a straight, direct shot of his moose knuckle, Mr. Carlos Uh, Buargoyo. The man we call Crunch Crunch, the man who helped me move. Boo also helped me move. I'm not going to say that he didn't. Um, Mr. Les. He's glad I'm not seeing Boo's moose knuckle. Yes, Gonzalez. You'll see it soon. The no, man, man we no, all soon. call King Tom, the king of all pods. The man, he has a smile on his face this week. I hope it's for a good reason. Well, why wouldn't it be? Mr. King Tom Chansky, what's up, buddy? Uh, just rising above the work nonsense. There you go. I like it. Yeah, I can tell. You just you're, you have a you have a glow around you, King Tom. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm oh, no, better that's glowing. The that's the light. That's the light. <laughs> yeah. The man I call the bandido. 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 Sounds like wow. a fucking Doritos uh, new flavor. Bandido. Mr. Eric Struthers, how you doing, buddy? I'm great, man. It's actually pronounced Struthers, but I know. Um, I, you know, I figure <laughs> sooner or later we're gonna nail it. We're gonna get it. No, no, no. It's a running joke, and I can't stop it. And Coming back, as he often does, and we love when he does, Randy Lejudice. It's pronounced Struthers. Damn it. <laughs> How you doing, I'm, oh, I'm doing well. I am loving that couch that Boo is sitting on. Oh, you like this? I yeah, know. For the people that can't see, and you, none of you can, um, Boo is sitting on this, like, it looks like a leopard couch, but it's really not. It's from, like, 1984. Yeah. It's got, it's got a floral print. It smells he's, like it's from 1984. He's got, he's got, that's you, buddy. Oh, he's shit. got a Corona in his hand. Mm-hmm. He's got a cool Marvel background. We we moved this week. And, well, he didn't move. Um, I moved, and my family moved into his house because we are, uh, th- uh, him and his parents are all both moving out separate places. So it's just a big crazy it's like old mother hubbard right now yeah yeah it really we is. got three dogs fucking sitcom in here and five human beings in one house um and it's uh but it's been a lot of fun it's been cool i'm boo is my roommate right now yeah yeah so it's, i wake up i see boo not really because he's working but i see him sometimes he's always on that couch 
Yeah, with a beer in his hands. He's always on that couch. But it's <laughs> and been no funny. pants. Yeah, exactly. Never and, any pants. And thank you again to Les Boo and the Kessel Run Transmissions Moving Company. Corey <laughs> did not show up, um, but Noah, Claire, and Garrett came and helped out tremendously. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Um, and it, it was exhausting because moving sucks, right? Is so, there anything worse than moving? Worst thing in the and it's especially when it's not for you. There is it is the most just you get nothing out of it. Job people are like oh I'll buy you dinner, great. I'm still gonna be sore tomorrow, probably the day after. So there's nothing to fix that. It's just it's you're 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 not happy to do it, but you know you got to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's just especially when it's for somebody else. Worst thing in the world. Wouldn't it really put it is. on my worst thing. Well, even when it's for you, it's even worse. Uh, it's just yeah, bad. No, yeah, I, I would rather do it for someone else because you don't have the responsibility uh, of all the setup. Like moving the stuff is one part, but just uh, organizing everything and then unpacking. Yeah. So we we oh. rented out this twenty foot trailer that comes to your house, goes on your in. goes on your driveway. You pack it in. And then they come and pick it up the next day and leave it on your drive, new driveway. And it's here for a month. So all of our stuff is packed to a T in this crazy trailer. And we haven't touched it because we have to wait until um, Boo and my in-laws move out of this house until we can start bringing that stuff in because we have to do the floors and the kitchen. So it's, 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 it's a mess. But when it's all said and done, it's going to be great. And thank God we had help. Yeah, you know something? I don't have an issue helping people move as long as they have done all the prep and they have the proper the proper tools because moving is easy with the proper things. Right. I will say, though, it sucks moving certain objects. Like, I'd much rather huff, like, lug refrigerators around on a dolly than have to help somebody move a dresser or oh, uh, getting a mattress out of a, or getting a, a couch through yeah. a doorway. Yeah, uh, th- those are the three. Boring. That is like a hell to give to somebody for the rest of their right. life. Is like right. helping your best friend move a couch through a doorway right. for just, eternity. Uh, yeah, for eternity. And, and, and knowing those guys, no, knowing those guys, at the end of the night, they were like exhausted, right? Exhausted. We're in the pool. We're drinking. He's like, "Hey, we'll be here next month to take all that stuff out of the container." Wouldn't it? And in my head, I was like, "You're like, you're such a fool." But, <laughs> but I would have been like, "You haven't even moved into your house yet." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are That's you officially true. unpacked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you haven't even unpacked at your place. That's right. There's boxes still at your place. But yeah, that's what we were going through. So, but this uh, cool new studio so far, it's it's a lot bigger than our our uh, laundry room Sith layer that a we shack. had. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than the moose knuckle, it's been great. It really you'll get, has. You'll get used to it. Eric, how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> buddy, I'm the I am phenomenal is what I am. Slowly moving into the new place, uh, doing this and that, finding all these things that are wrong that I have to somehow figure out. And let, let's, let me just say this. I may be good at playing guitar and whatnot, but I suck at carpentry. So there's that. Oh, you can't be good at everything, Eric. I, apparently. <laughs> King Tom, how you doing, bud? Yeah, we've been here uh, two weeks in a day or two and we still got boxes and stuff where it's yeah it's gonna be a while and i'm fine with that because it's we're also in a new city so i'm trying to learn that but i'm liking it it's it's a lot of fun and like i said i kind of have something figured out through the end of the summer with work so i got cool. i got myself some time with that and I'm, I'm happy to have that done now i got now i'm gonna be looking for something else down here so cool good man. Adam. Yeah. 
That is awesome. That's a Randy. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, I, I got a lot of rooms and I don't want to pack. So I think I'm going to stay here forever. <laughs> yeah, you stay. Yeah. I'm just going to stay right here. Don't move folks. But yeah, it's not that, worth yeah. it. The grass is not greener on the other side. No, right. Not. Yeah. No, I'll just pay for way more space than I need forever. Just so I don't have to pack. <laughs> it's worth it. And <laughs> I is. think I'm joking, but <laughs> no, no, I know <laughs> you're not. Time. I know you're not. And you live in a great city and yeah, you live a in nice a cool place. place. Yeah. It's, I love it. And Les, how are you? Uh, well, nice pause, dude. Uh, I'm doing fine. Good. You know, I could give out the shenanigans and all that stuff, but the hell with it, guys. Because the Sithless on that isn't working because I still haven't updated the credit card n- number like an idiot. But you can go and check <laughs> us out on YouTube and watch our Loki, <laughs> our Loki uh, reactions. <laughs> I'm serious. I, I totally forgot. I've been this move and stuff. I forgot to, to update that shit. God darn it. I check it daily. Do you? Yeah. yeah oh, do you now? You're a liar because you would have told me it's been down for a week and a half. Oh, I thought that was a new design. Yeah. <laughs> Temporary out of service. This, this site can't be reached. Yeah. yeah. But uh, our YouTube site's still up. Thank God. So check us out on YouTube and you can check us. Obviously, you're listening to us, so check us out all there. And there's no pot of four page because there's no website, so you don't have to listen to any of those podcasts. Forget about them. Just kidding. Fuck them. Fuck them. <laughs> Just kidding. We love you all. <laughs> Box office. Let's get into this. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. How about that for a title? $11.4 million. Number one. Woo. Movies are back. Yes. A Quiet Place 2. Still doing pretty well. $9.1 million. Peter Rabbit Part 2, The Runaway, $6.1 million, And The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, $5 million. Uh, I think, uh, Boo, last week you said that A Quiet Place 2 became the first $100 million. Mm-hmm. First movie during the pandemic uh, to cross $100 million in the box office. For, uh, North America. North America. Yeah, there you go. Because your Godzilla uh, triumphant. Killed it. Killed it. Killed yeah. it worldwide. Yeah. Stomp, stomped all over the competition, just like Tokyo. Yeah. <laughs> That's like but, the only good thing that's really come out during all this. A Quiet Place or Godzilla? Uh, not Godzilla. Definitely oh, not Godzilla. Oh, oh, I was holding out hope. There was a pause. Uh, He's like, dude, they, uh, of course Godzilla. Yeah. No. Did you get to see A Quiet Place, Randy? No, I want to see. It's I really got to see it. It's so good. Got to see it. It's so really good. Check it out. Anybody watch anything good? I mean, I've been, I've been just watching The Circle with Lorena. And as much as shit I talked on it, the first two episodes, I am like enthralled in season two. I finished season one. I know, Randy, you're a fan of The Circle, correct? I freaking love The Circle. <laughs> like, I don't like reality shows, but uh, I, yeah. I renewed my uh, Netflix subscription like two months ago and it was on there and it was starting fresh. Like, it only had like two seasons. Right. So I was like, yeah, no, I'll check it out. And like two episodes in, I'm like, all right, dude, we're doing this. And just yeah. like muscle through the whole thing. Mm hmm. I'm like halfway through the second season. It's uh, a that's the one with the uh, British girl, right? Yes, I love her. Yeah, she's phenomenal. She's a nice woman. She's a very nice woman. She's a very nice woman. Yes, I also love Dua Lipa. Oh my! As you know, Randy, I I do. People do. Yeah. Yes, I know two of her songs. A one kiss is all it takes. Oh my god! Opinion on Dua Lipa. I wonder how many people just drop listening to this podcast. I, I come on. Anybody watch don't, anything else? Because Randy and I will do this now. all night. I watched a, a documentary on Muscle Shoals, the uh, recording studio. Yeah, 
Oh, that's cool. Like Aretha Franklin and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a really, really cool story. Oh, cool. It's on YouTube right now. It's free. It's worth oh, checking right out. Now. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Nothing. Nah, man. I've been uh, too busy. Like, um, yeah, me too. You know, moving a ton of my Star Wars collectibles. <laughs> and uh, I still I still stuck with the whole format of taking one dumbbell to the house every time I go, man. Uh, I'm almost cr- crossing into the 80s because once you hit below 90 pounds, it's smooth sailing. Right. That's right. It's that's two at a time at that point. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It's two exactly. at a time. One it's a little embar- it was a little embarrassing that a ton of those boxes were like my Star Wars stuff. Uh-huh. And I'm bringing him into this garage and having my in-laws like help me log, log a bunch of boxes and, and knowing in my head that there's a lot of collectibles in there and it's just Star Wars shit. I was like, oh man, I feel bad. No, I, I have to deal with the same thing because <laughs> I think I have three or four yeah. boxes of just yeah, like Legos and keepsake things, mm-hmm. but most of it's just ridiculous shit that I've kept like Legos. I haven't finished putting together and stuff like that. So yeah, I have to deal with the same. And they're fucking labeled for some reason. Like, I don't know what's in the embarrassing box oh, as it is. Yeah. 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 So I got to bring that over there. Yeah. I, I kind of, I put Araja stuff. Number one, Araja stuff. Number two. <laughs> I had, I had oh. seven comic book long boxes. That's when you go to an accountant and ask them if they have any of the, uh, like the year long bank record boxes that are the same <laughs> size. So it'll right. say something classier. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I found all my, all my prequel stuff, like stuff from McDonald's that I haven't opened up. I oh, found, nice. I found a bunch oh, of yeah. long, remember they had the widescreen uh, trading cards. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a shit ton of those unopened. Ton of cool stuff. <laughs> a ton of cool prequel stuff. Unopened is the best part. <laughs> yeah, so you, you made They're a conscious s- decision. You're like, no, I, I got to retain the value of these Phantom, oh. Menace, this Phantom Menace merch. All of, all of those toys that I had on my wall were all Phantom, Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones toys that I never opened. And I remember buying them and going, one day I'm going to give this to my kids. And they're going to be so happy because they're going to be worth a mint. They're all worth like a dollar. And oh, yeah. Think about the package. They're worth more out of the package. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a exactly. lot more of them at loose. A lot but less they still look loose. cool. And people that don't oh, yeah. know, people that don't know about Star Wars and stuff, they come in and they go, oh, my God, they're still in package? Yeah. What a fucking loser. They're, they're in package. Oh, dude, I saw an ad for something somebody had posted. And it's like, whatever, Star Wars merch here rare and i wanted to post yeah look at these six of them i have sitting right here on the show <laughs> right with all clearance stickers on them yep rare the, as hell the only cool thing that right. i do have that i really love other than my falcon here is the i have an old storybook record lp that is from 1979 and it's in the 3po and r21 yeah it's 3po and r2 yeah. but it's in spanish and it's yeah. sealed yeah, you've seen it, right? Randy, I showed you. I have I had the English one. That's yeah, why I, I have the Spanish one. So hopefully it's a little bit more rare. But I have that, I which, assume, is, yeah. which is kind of cool. I don't know if it's worth anything, but are we are we a collectibles podcast or yeah, this is culture? this is the bad motivators. Gotcha. Just check it. Yeah, I'm just wondering. <laughs> yeah. what we do. do you want me to play the who got what thing? Yeah, who, I will. It's even better live. That is really nice. Really yeah, we got Robbo to thank for that, man. Yeah, well done, Robbo. That's well, right. since we didn't watch shit other than reality shows, let's jump into some Star Wars. That's, Kylo. That's still shit. Sock it to me. It's time for Eric's Star Wars report. Watch it, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 
So we had some uh, live action TV news ish that unfortunately people somehow managed to go negative with. But what do you expect? It is Star Wars and it is the Internet. But Leslie Hadlin talked about the acolyte. And some of the things she mentioned were, for example, she has a writer who um, has never seen Star Wars and people ran with that. That was what the the turds focused on. But I really like her approach to it. So she's been a Star Wars fan forever. Like how we're Star Wars fans, Mm -hmm. which is cool. But dude, bringing people in who have an outside perspective to me is a is a great move. Because sure, you can have somebody who's eats, sleeps, and breathes it, and just they'll just keep writing the same thing over and over but i think this is cool man and did you guys check out the interview was there anything else that like really tickled your fancy other other than other oh go ahead king Kong. i was gonna say she mentioned playing the star wars role-playing game Mm -hmm. which if you're not familiar with it west end games published the star wars role-playing game material before all the eu stuff like aired the empire started coming up so that stuff was like the foundation of the background stuff for a lot of the early EU. Um, and there were some great stories in there. So I'm glad that someone who was influenced by that is going to be doing star Wars. Right. Yeah. It, well, and speaking of Robbo, boom, right back to it, man. He is the master yep. of that game. Excellent game master. If you listen to the blue harvest, Patreon, you'll hear yeah. some episodes of them playing that. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was really cool, man. I just, it's always a bummer to me when people fixate on things that are good and claim that they're crap. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? And this accolade is supposed to be, can you give us a rundown of what this is all supposed to be about? Um, do they, now, King Tom, let me ask you this because you'll know it's, there's, it's not somebody we know, right? It's, it's supposed to be the end of the High Republic. Right. Um, right. But at this, they've also hinted that, Right now, the phase we're in is the first phase, and it takes place 200 years before The Phantom Menace. But phase t- phases two and three won't necessarily happen right after it ends. So the Acolyte could be you know, someone further down the road or closer to Darth Plagueis, although I think it's supposed to have a female lead. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. I heard it's going to mm-hmm. have a female lead. But basically what I was driving at is it's not Palpatine. So yeah, yeah. that's the thing, which I mean, and, but that's pretty cool when you see somebody who's like sort of being exposed to the dark side. And mm-hmm. um, I, 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 we always talk about this, about how nobody ever thinks they're the bad guy. And so having, you know, everybody thinks they're the good guy and the other guy's a bad guy. Whenever I, I, we just talked about this on the motivators, but when somebody talks about their plan, they're never, they never say evil. Oh, check out my evil plan. It's just a plan. It's the other people that think it's evil. And so to see a story told from that perspective, I think that's really cool, man. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I mean, I don't know how dark it's going to get, but with a name like that, you assume there's going to be some level of darkness because it, the acolytes either going to be a pretty cool, uh, star Wars movie where somebody's tire kicking the dark side a little bit, or it's going to be a scary movie. That's not a star Wars movie that boo will never watch. Bingo. I think th- in the Kathleen Kennedy thing for the investors day, she said it was going to be a mystery. Oh yeah. 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 The real mystery is why they haven't fired her yet. She's not fired I'm yet. Amen. Totally, Amen. totally kidding. Randy, are you happy that she's bringing on somebody that isn't into Star Wars? 
Totally. I think that people are way too precious about what they think it's supposed to be. If mm-hmm. she hadn't, like, if they said, we hired a writer who's never written before, that would be a problem. <laughs> but yeah. someone who hasn't written Star Wars doesn't mean they don't know the beats of telling a story. And fundamentally, right. that's the more important thing. Right. Mm-hmm. There, uh, there's so much stuff that gets wrote because it's done so many times because people are Star Wars fans and they live inside like this little ecosystem of like all the cliches they think are supposed to happen. So mm-hmm. I, I don't see why it would be a problem to anyone if they seriously considered it. Right. And you just go look at Marvel right now. Look at Marvel. I was going to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look what we're seeing with Marvel. And, and, and that's what I was thinking. You know, Taika Waititi, he's going to make his Star Wars movie. Would you call me? Yeah, you heard me. Uh, he's going to make his Star Wars movie and nobody, nobody bats an eye. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be something that we've never seen before, but everybody's fine with it all of a sudden. But it, somebody comes in who's, Maybe not unknown. the same thing. Yeah, unknown and probably just as fresh. You know, I'm sure Taika Waititi's seen Star Wars. I'm sure he loves Star Wars. That's great. But he has a completely different style than anybody else that's ever made anything Star Wars. And it works. And it works. So everybody's all excited. Well, what's the fucking difference? Because they've seen his product. I, I, okay. I have a question. If you're to take a Waititi, where would you take a Waititi? I would take it to a Star Wars franchise. Wherever he no actually, one's looking. He actually pronounces his last name YTT. Well, YTT. Because who when you need to, when you need to, it's what are you supposed to do? Uh, so one other thing that she talked <laughs> about. Does not was, want to entertain it. No, it's not happening. It's not around here. No. Listen, dude, I've got a, I've got a nine-year-old and a soon-to-be seven-year-old. I have to shut this kind of crap down. <laughs> Hey, 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 we got a couple dad jokes right YTT. now. Hold on. Who's got YTT. a good one? Who's got a good one? And I got a pirate joke. Wait, wait your a, dad joke right yeah, now. I, I, oh. We, we got to talk about Father's Day. How was Father's Day? Oh, that's right. Father's Day. Yeah. We, we, we oh, have, I moved. That's what I did. Three. <laughs> we have three. Let me tell you how bad the move was. Lorena was trying to wipe off what she thought was like stains on my arm. There were scratches and bruises. Oh. She's like, let me take that off. It looks just look like stains. I was like, in the arms of the angels. Yeah, really. yeah. <laughs> uh, but go ahead. G- give your, give your, for tribute to the dads out there for there Father's Day. Go. We didn't get to say happy Father's Day last week. Go ahead. Okay. All right. So why did the Scarecrow win an, win an award? <sighs> Something straw. No, I thought so too, Randy. Really? I was very impressed with this one. Okay. That doesn't say much though. <laughs> I don't know. Was it, did he, was he the only one to win a staring contest? No, no, this is a really good one, dude. No. I'm, I'm out. Everybody out? Yeah. All right. He was outstanding in his field. Oh, that's <laughs> that is that's smart. That's it's good. High class dad joke. That is high class. That's and, what I, I said. and I have one that's completely opposite. Yeah, but don't do that. Let's just let's just no, 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 no. I gotta get it out. I gotta get it out. Classy moment. It's a pirate joke. It's a pirate joke. What it might make us appreciate this more. Yes, it'll make make you feel like the the other one was even better. You have to understand the trajectory of Boo. He started off with his moose knuckle dangling, and then he does (laughs) this. It's still I'm looking right at it. It's still there. there. Can we can we push the other? (laughs) No. What did the pirate say when he got hit in the balls? (laughs) Are my. Army nerds. Army nerds. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't want to laugh, but they're laughing. Oh, they're laughing inside. Eric Army is laughing nerds. inside. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Already left. He reached the end. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That was it. That was. That was. 
you're are a guy. you're a good guy, dude. That's all you got. That's all you can say. Yeah. Oh, I hope Steel's listening because Steel hates my pirate jokes. Right I love now. you, man. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that was yeah. not good. That was not your best. Sorry, hey, remind me after, as a person. I remind me after the show. I got to tell you something funny that happened. Okay. Middle note here. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of the other things she mentioned was like, um, you know, <laughs> oh, sexual preference and and uh, like what that means to people who don't always see themselves represented, and that obviously you know caused some crying too with all oh, the God. social justice complaining and all this. And so yeah, there was that, which is a bummer because it's something you know that's really going to be pretty cool. And I suspect just like essentially every other show star Wars thing that has popped up, people are going to end up loving it. So yeah. Yeah, exactly. What was her stance? Exactly. Um, She is gay. And so what she was talking about is how like specifically this thing meant a whole lot to her and people latched onto it and boo why not my star wars why do you got to make it about uh, yeah and she and she said that star wars has been political from day one which yeah and it just has and people thought that was ridiculous i'm trying to watch star wars right now i don't need all these politics man come on (laughs) i love that dude i know and we're getting we're getting it on our loki reactions we're getting it big time we'll talk about that later but we're getting god we were called uh biophobes or uh yeah what yeah i deleted how because like you're well because stupidly i because it's two in the morning when i'm doing these things and i forgot it well for people that don't want to be spoiled for loki please forward i i forgot to put in where he pretty much says that he likes both Oh yeah, 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 oh, yeah. So, oh, they, I thought so we're biphobic. We're biphobic because you forgot to make- because I for, I forgot to put it. And it was like two in the morning, and I was like, I was just going with the beats. That's how I edit. I look at things that if we say something, I look at yes. the first the the fifteen seconds before what we just saw, right. and I right. put it in, and then we didn't say anything because we're so enthralled. I forgot. So and I and I, I sent a message. I didn't delete it by the way. I replied and I said, it was my bad. I did. I deleted it, but we're hundred percent not, and we support. If yeah. if they were to hell no nah. podcast, they would know. If yeah, they I say hell no, nah, but yeah. that's hell they're, they're, no. They're way. No, no way. I, know way. I just I felt like I they were said like coming, at, like coming at me. Yeah, <laughs> I get it though, Roger. You're right. You you're, said, in the, you're you're in the in the chat, and you see something like that, and you feel the need to address it. So you had to address. Yeah. It. Mm-hmm. In all honesty, I'm gonna be for me. As far as all these beats go now, as far as like uh, representation, for me, these are things that I grew up with, you know, that I've seen. So when I see uh, a gay couple or something like that, I, I know that it's not it doesn't even bug me. So, yes, yeah, it doesn't even register. if we didn't really react in our Loki reaction to Loki saying that, isn't that the goal? That means yeah. as normal as can be. Isn't, yeah. isn't it mean? Like be, it was yeah. just it was just the story. Yeah. And it rolled on, and I'm like, well, all right. Just just like the NFL player that just came out on the on the Las Vegas Raiders, and they're making a huge deal. I think um he came out and said afterwards, I can't wait for this not to be a huge deal. Like yes. like, this should yes. be the norm. And that's what that's what it should be. Right. So and nobody should yeah. care. But yeah. yeah, that shit's going around a lot lately, around all kind of fandom and pop culture, and it's just it's annoying as hell. But <sighs> you're right. The best thing to do is ignore it because these guys yeah. are not disguised. People are idiots. Well, yeah. yeah. So jumping past that, man, here's yeah. something that 
I I don't know. I'm semi surprised by this, and that it's Carrie Fisher is get is getting or just recently got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And the reason that I'm surprised is that you would have naturally assumed that she had had right. one for mm-hmm. years and years and years, right? But right. and apparently that wasn't a thing. But Crazy. by God, now yeah, it's awful. Yeah, dude. Yeah, much, good for her. She's yeah. much deserved. And exactly. Yeah. Especially like, for being like an editor for as long as she's been and yeah, being like a writer, so, amazing writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being such a part of like the Hollywood system, you'd think, yeah, that would have already happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's just that's just peculiar. But hey, man, it, I guess better late than never, right? Does Carrot Top have a star? Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, I would be very, uh, I don't then know. It, then it starts getting a little bit personal. Right. Yeah. Well, it's like, what's his name has one? Who's that? Trump. Oh, yeah, we've seen it. I've walked by it where people. And it's been pulverized like millions. So, yeah, (laughs) I've seen it. They have to replace it every every, like two weeks. I'm surprised somebody doesn't just like get some concrete and just fill it in and smooth it over. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what you do. But uh, anyhow, (laughs) so. Speaking of ever, I know. Yeah. Speaking of awesome uh, women characters and uh, women in Star Wars, Amelia Clark talks about the character of Kira. And she said that she had pages of what she, you know, to like with her character of what would have how she got to where she was and what would have happened afterward. Right. Which is pretty cool. Now, here's the bummer, though. She says she has heard nothing from Disney about portraying her again. Or has she, Eric? Well, I'm just telling you what she said, Araj. I can only tell you what she said. That is a bummer, man. Yeah. Because that would be cool. I really like that character. It's mm-hmm. There's a lot of intrigue there. And that in this short amount of time, she went from, you know, f- being a street wife to suddenly being high up in a crime syndicate and then eventually taking it over. Mm-hmm. And gee whiz and then with this recent appearance in the comics i i would love if she could play the character in live action oh, yeah mm-hmm. it seems like there's a lot of kira talk over the last couple months so i think a story like that could be a really compelling show yeah uh, you know at least a you know six episode eight episode run because there's so much to tell and that way you don't have to do the whole movie thing right and uh yeah i i really think the Number of stories they can tell in live action format on, on Disney Plus, but then also just the the there's not nearly as much risk involved. To be honest with you, man, with the with how the production value is for these shows now, like watching Loki, mm-hmm. and the the volume has changed everything. Do you know King Tom? I mean, we're, we're jumping to Loki real quick. Did they use the volume at all for that? I have no idea because the last this, episode, this was episode, stunning. Like- Especially the the that last action scene when they were just yes. running through mm-hmm. the city and it was one continuous shot. Beautiful. I mm-hmm. wanted to know how they did that. Right. I wonder if it's the volume because I'd rather have these shows than movies right now because we get more of it. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? So and it's week mm-hmm. to week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every well, week I get a movie. And and with the shows, let me just throw this out at you guys. Like. I know that all the action is great, but we've talked about this before. I really like the character development that mm-hmm. you can do in these shows. And I, I actually, mm-hmm. I appreciate the slow burn Me on too. some of them. It just mm-hmm. means more like Randy. What's your take on that sort of thing? I, I'm the same way. I a long form, like character development 
is the most intriguing part. But since you don't see like those big like blockbuster moments as much when they do happen in shows, you appreciate them more because mm-hmm. they're no longer the spectacle that like you would see like in a film when you go to the theater. So I like that stuff. But for the long form stuff, uh, like the character development is is the key. But with the Kira like thing, I, I don't think it's so much a problem that people uh, aren't interested in seeing it. There's just only so much you can put energy towards at any given time. They can't, right. they're not in a situation right now where they can put three congruent star Wars shows on at the same time. So if you That's look true. at like the course of years, like, okay, are we are, is our best bet to put Kira is our focus or this thing with Obi-Wan? Like those are the kind of things that have to balance. Not that they aren't good ideas, but are there better ideas? Yeah, point. and that's a good point, too. But, like, let's say, let's take Cassian as an example. Right. You know, I was surprised to see uh, I w- one of the articles that I referenced in the comments. There were two, and they were both about, does anybody even want this show? Bleh. The Mexican and, market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that, well, there, and there's exactly a whole it. market that they're trying to break into. That, mm-hmm. That's the reason for that. Yeah. And and, but, but it's one of those. Yes, yeah, yeah, Catherine Neen specifically. But, but that's one of those things where you put something out. If it's good, people will watch it. You know, were people beating down the door for uh, the Scarlet Witch right. in 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 the big picture? A lot of fans were, but the people that the people they need to watch that show are not the people who are entrenched in That's it right. and and clamoring for it. And so they make a good show and people watch it. The characters are interesting, and that's you know when they flip it over. But you're right; they can't they can't run three shows simultaneously. And I do wonder what would happen if you had like the big Star Wars show and the big Marvel show happening at the same time. Like we sort of have that right now with the Bad right. Batch and Loki, but they're sort of apples and oranges because of you know the animation form versus you know expensive live action television but but regardless you know i think there's a time where you can get to that point where there's Mm -hmm. multiple shows running but i think you risk oversaturating the brand too early unless Mm -hmm. i mean they have the subscribers for it but obviously they're they have trepidations Right. Well, and, and then the, the thing is, do what they've got to meter out to is what does it actually take to retain those subscribers and still grow at the rate they want? And mm-hmm. they're going to ride that line. They're not going to spend. Well, you know, it only takes this much, but we'll spend triple. Exactly. That. They're not going to do that. That's just not how business works. But Can you yeah. Tom, you'd, you'd be you'd be happy with like multiple shows at once. Or do yeah, you just I, like- I mean, I, I don't want to feel burnt out, but. I'm, I take whatever they threw at me. Yeah, I'm I'm there with you, brother. I think with, you know, how we were talking about whether there was like burnout in Star Wars with the movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially when Solo hit and the time that it hit and all that. I think with television, it's a little bit easier because you you do have hype behind it, but it's not the same kind of hype as trying to drive a bunch of people into the theaters on release day and all that stuff. And th- I think that can be exhausting even for fans. It's like, Oh Jesus, I just got done spending a million dollars going to see this thing 12 times in the first week and all this stuff. And it's, it, it like takes more of a toll on you, I guess. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. and, but then also the um, advertisement cycle for a movie is going to be completely different and people see the commercials every five minutes. That's when they're like, I don't care about this. I'm sick of hearing about it. 
It's going to be really yeah. interesting after this is all said and done. And we have a show like the Mandalorian season three out. And then we also have a star Wars movie out how we're going to feel walking out of that movie theater, knowing that we're not going to be able to see another movie that quick, you know, so well, we, we haven't have experienced that, that Skywalker. Yeah. Well, Mando was on for that. Yeah. The, it was the second, the last episode was the day that mm-hmm. rise of Skywalker okay. came out. Okay. And it, it was a little bit weird because, you know, going into the movie, I was talking to my friend and we were like, that was a great episode. We weren't really talking about rise of Skywalker and at the end. Oh, I mean, we were, yes, when yes. the movie got out, we were talking about the movie and then we're like, yeah, we'll talk next week about last episode of the Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. We are in a position right now where we can at least uh, imagine what it would be like to be in a situation where it was that prolific. Imagine if like right now, this like this month they released WandaVision, Captain, uh, Captain America and uh, Loki all at the same time. You were watching those shows at the same time. Would that burn you out? Ooh, would that burn you out? I, I don't think it would burn me out, but I would be, I would, I think it's too much to handle timeline timeline wise i would be like okay so where is this when is this why are they not involved here where's everyone else kind of thing i think it would ask too many questions so i think i think having a star wars show and a marvel show going on at the same time great separate universe separate Mm -hmm. just just separate uh what is it Uh, intellectual property which is which works but having multiple shows going on at the same time yeah, I think that would it, it wouldn't burn me out, but it, I would be I'd be asking too many questions right off the bat. Right. So I'd or, be it would kind of take me out of it where I'm not enjoying it. I'm just asking questions about it. Or that's they, what I was going to say. Your focus is not you're not going to be able to stay focused and talking about this one show and spend lots of time thinking about it and right. and and speculating and in with the fun part of watching TV because you'd be like oh crap in two more days I've got this I need to think about that that would be that would take away from it. Are they dropping it like full seasons where you could work your way through it or are they doing the episodic no. thing? Oh, and no. No, Disney no. Plus will it always do episodic. Yeah. I would think. Yeah, that would make it. And tough. I, I, pref- I prefer that by the way, hundred percent. No, I prefer the the, oh, yeah, the yeah, weekly yeah. episodes, but I also prefer the staggering of the series and, yeah, and doing something like that. So. Uh, and remember, well, this is something we're going to have to get used to anyway, right? Because if, if anything, aren't they starting to gear more towards streaming? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems, seems like it. The well, pandemic forced it to happen. but Right. And it's proven to be something that everybody likes. Like We haven't had broadcast television in our home in the last uh, four years. Mm-hmm. 100% streaming on demand. Everything that we watch now. And so, like, I'm not as keen to what commercials are out there and all that stuff which the reason i bring that up is one thing i'm surprised they haven't done with the disney plus app is what they've done with netflix like on the mouse over or the equivalent of it you know when you're clicking around on your screen of where it starts playing a preview of it (laughs) yeah because what they need is the people who are subscribing to disney plus that aren't currently watching loki to be oh hot damn what's this when they cross over it as opposed to just a picture uh it, now there's times when on netflix that gets on my freaking nerves Me too. but <laughs> it's a circle yeah that happened with the circle and sometimes if you're That's watching awesome, the, if you're watching the show that is awesome if you're watching the show and you put your mouse on it or your you know your whatever it automatically starts the fucking show that i hate yeah i hate that like 
Yeah. Let me click it. Because in the first 30 seconds, you've got this whole overlay over the top of it. It's like, right. yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's annoying. That's not good. But uh, so speaking of Disney Plus, man, let's talk about episode eight of yes. The Bad Batch. And again, I say it every time, but I'll say it this time too. We're spoiling it. And it's not with intent. We're just talking about the episode. So if you haven't seen it by now, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. But you need to hurry Ra- up. And I know but- Randy is not, uh, hasn't watched. He's going to watch it all. All at once, but it's okay. He doesn't care that we spoil it. Yeah. It happens. I'm used. It to turns it. out, Randy, that yeah, uh, Darth true. Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Uh, oh, fucking hell, dude! <laughs> Dick. He, oh, oh Randy he left, left again. Left again. That's it. Uh, I'll do another pirate joke if you want. Uh, so, okay. So let's just cut to the chase, man. The big news in this one is Crosshair gets to see him, and yes, we get to see at the end Cad Bane. And to me, both of those things were great, but I love Cad Bane. Yeah. And I mean, they went full on, like straight up the man with no name, Clint Eastwood with him at the yeah. end. Like, I mean, the long shot, the freaking toothpick in his mouth instead oh, so of a badass. cigar. And dude, I can't remember. I wish I had it in front of me, which podcast like stole my episode name. I, cause I thought of it too. And it was like the good, the Bane and the ugly. Oh, and I nice. like, cool. uh, I think the capital fight dispatch. No, that was a, no, I don't think it was them. I, and now I feel bad. There I were two Banes. There were two Banes for me in that episode. One was Cad Bane. The other one was Bane from DC. Cause that's what Crosshair turned to by the end of that episode. He looked like <laughs> Bane with all this shit on his face and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dude i thought his um what's the word i'm looking for he, he's just like he's like take him out kill him and oh, just dude. his ruthlessness that's the word yeah. i'm looking yeah. for ruthlessness and uh you know i wondered if once he saw what was getting ready to happen to him in that engine and then essentially what ended up happening to him if that would be the turning point and i can't tell if he's just more mad and wants them well, all to die he's more well, pissed because yeah. at the end of it he was telling them you need to get them they're over there or whatever yeah, yeah he's more upset yeah he's he's definitely on a mission now that's for yeah. sure yeah um what'd you guys think of the episode overall i i loved it man i thought it was phenomenal i was not expecting cad bane even when they said the second bounty hunter i was thinking okay boba fett's gonna show up or somebody else is gonna show up dengar's gonna show up or something um when when it was cad bane i was like oh my god holy crap i think yeah our reaction less than i was reaction we freaked out and um and yeah i thought it was phenomenal and it was great the whole episode was great the whole sorry little lady Oh, dude, yeah. it's just so I loved the subtlety of her being taken and mm-hmm. like the fear, but like they weren't smashing you over the head with it because it yeah. makes you just wonder that much more. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, is he taking her and, and treating her like a decent human being? Is it you know what's going on? Don't don't hurt her. Mm-hmm. And Wrecker's uh, reaction to the whole thing. Dude, what a great what a great King Tom. Tell us what you thought, man. I thought it was a great episode, even before the whole Cad Bane reveal. The the chase through the the ship, it, it's yes, a version of a Star Destroyer, and I loved like the little touches they did with the engine and using that as a weapon. And it, it was a very well done, well written episode. And the, and then Bane reveal, not reveal, but appearance at the end. Uh, it definitely made me want to know what's going to happen next week. Yeah. 
How how cool was that Republic Commando tribute? The Hunter scene uh, when Hunter got shot, and you see him from his perspective. Yeah, that was that was so rad. Yeah, dude. Um, everything about this episode really, really did it for me. And um, it seems like every week the animation seems even better because you're right. That chase scene and the way the way they paced them working their way through the ship and crosshair being one move ahead of them because he totally knows what they're thinking the whole time. It was like the writing was great. And to me, it felt like the episode flew past. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but what do you um, think of it? Yeah, no, I, I I thought it was a good episode. Uh, yeah, no, the chase scene was great. Seeing the you know them essentially crapping their pants because they're like shit. He knows mm-hmm. what we're doing mm-hmm. at every moment. That was that was interesting because they've been the superior you know um, fighting force the entire time, but now they have somebody on the other side. It's like, well, you are, but I know exactly what you're doing. Right. Um, yeah, no, the. I love the, yeah, the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, uh, standoff. I was waiting for the fucking tumbleweed to go by. I wish they just had mm-hmm. something, some kind of Star Wars tumbleweed go by. <laughs> that would have just been just, just real slight or just a little bit of like a, like a hint of the, you know, the wow, 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 just <laughs> something, just a little bit. Cause we all know what it is. But just give me a little bit more. I thought, I thought that would have just been really classic, but yeah, no, I, I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a good episode. Uh, action packed, and you know it, it. It makes you wonder. All right, what the fuck is happening now? Yeah, and we're the halfway point, and they throw that at us. Which exactly, is cool, man. exactly. Well exactly, done, Filoni. Yeah. yeah. So no, yeah, good episode. Can't wait for the next one. So how long? How many episodes do you think it's going to take before they have Omega safely back with them? All eight. Oh, all eight! Holy wow! Crap. We're gonna have eight episodes. I'm I'm of the mind that it's going to take all eight. I'm of the mind that this next episode needs to be them going straight to either get Rex. Maybe we get Ahsoka. Uh, They're they're going to go round up some big guns and they're like, no, no, no. We got to figure out where they're taking her and we need to go get her. And it's just going to be them trying to get back to Camino and get her from there. They don't even know where she is, though. That's the thing. They so you would add. So it would be two plot lines, right? Where tech and Echo are probably doing the tracing and we're going to track where she's going. We're going to figure this out. They run into Phoenix Shan, maybe go, what the heck's going on? Where is she supposed to go? Who hired you? Who hired Sid, Bane? Sid's going to help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really don't want them to go near Sid. You guys are forgetting something about this. You don't like lizards. I don't like <laughs> lizards and I don't like lizard gangsters. And this they're gangster they're the keeps telling them <laughs> that they owe her some money. And if you think they're going to go land back at SIDS to legitimately heal, rearm themselves, resupply, and get ready to fly out to go find Omega. She's going to step right on that freaking door and say, no, 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 no. Job is the priority. Who cares about the kid? You win some, you lose some, guys. You know so it, it's going to happen. But the thing with them is that they don't need to listen to SID. They don't, but that's but the conversation that I don't want to waste time with. That's just it. Oh, I don't okay. want to waste oh, see, time see, with see, this see. conversation. I don't want to waste time with them going back to that. I would just need them. You're to not stay. a big fan I of Rita Perlman. I, I see. I see. No, I'm, in, I'm, I'm intrigued by the fact that you threw out there that I don't like lizard gangsters. Like, were <laughs> yeah, you were you that. walking down the street yeah, one day good. and you saw like a banded Gila monster like smacking a chick around? I'm and telling you're like, you right now, yeah. And then he walked up to me and he's like, "What time is it, dude?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, it's going down, dude." And it went. down. 
Yeah, those Komodo Pebble. dragons and um, fuck those things. Those things fuck are fucking crazy. Those things and fucking things monitor fucking lizards crazy. and water iguanas no, and your yeah. bearded oh, dragons. No Hell way. no! You could take all uh, that shit and make me a purse. The I'll wear a purse thing. out of those things if that's the case. Oh, we're purse. Purse. Yeah. So, let me ask you this: Do, Have they specifically said that the they the Kaminoans hired Fennec Shand specifically? I mean, it's they've they they've mentioned it's implied. Bounty Can we it's play implied. with the implications? Well, no. The reason I ask is: Do you think there's a possibility that two people, two different factions, are trying to get? That oh, clone? that's a possibility. Sure. Definitely. Okay. There because it is. Cad Bane. I've always felt like, unless it's his immediate crew, any job Cad Bane's after, everybody else that's after him is against him. In his mind. Yes. yes. You okay. know what I mean? So I think okay. once you bring him into the picture, Fennec Shan becomes the enemy if she's not part of his crew. And would that mean that she's actually trying to acquire Omega for somebody else? I thought that they had mentioned that they, they, that Cad Bane was the ultimate option that they had already, they, they, that's why they hired more than one bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think, I, I think we need to read this email real, right now. It says, this is from Michael Colton, Colton Michael, uh, Colton Michael, actually. Howdy, guys. Hope you're all doing well. Loving the bad batch so far. I have the question that may be for King Tom. Does Dengar have a backstory in the Disney canon? Crosshairs, turban, bandages at the end of this episode were giving me major Dengar flashbacks. I'm wondering if that's where Crosshair ends up. Cheers. Ooh, <clears throat> would that be something? Um, that's interesting. Yeah, um, interesting is right. Yeah, there, there, there was a backstory in the EU where he was a um, he was a, a pod racer or swoop racer, and apparently he had some type of accident that Han Solo was involved in, and that's why he was. <laughs> I'm sorry. What's so funny? <laughs> so what funny. happened, Les? Okay. <laughs> check the check the text of the this oh. message just flashed. <laughs> 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 I was typing furiously and I didn't want to pick it up. I'm like, you know, I know that's not what it says, but I'm sitting here looking at it going, God damn, your shirt says badge. I'm telling you, it does. That's oh, awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tom, yes. Just I'm so woo. sorry. So King Tom Dengar. So Dan Dengar. <laughs> he, he would he would wear a shirt that says Fetch. Oh man. Um, that's what Disney has so far for the canon. <laughs> yes, that's right. But he was in wasn't he in the Clone Wars? I think he was in the Clone Wars cartoon. <laughs> Hang on. Um, I'll look that up. Wearing a I don't shirt remember that him says in Clone Wars. Fetch. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. I can leave this in the podcast, right? Yeah, bad. Veg <laughs> sure. is fine. Veg, we, yeah, hey, hey, nobody hating on bad. No, we're superheroes. We eat veg. You know, it's all good. <laughs> now they have to cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, better than Batman, baby. That's right. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you, Colton Michael Michael Colton. Appreciate that. Well, it was a great episode. No, absolutely great episode. Of and the if Dengar is crosshair, I'd be, be stoked. The Bad Batch. Yeah, that is the Bad Batch. <laughs> the last episode of the Sith list, we keep on going. Yeah. We have an email from Robert. 
from Rancho Cucabunga. Hello, everybody on the SIP list. Hope everyone is doing well. First of all, congratulations on the few of you who have purchased new homes recently. I am also in the market for one, but the Southern California market is going crazy right now. My question for all of you is what character that has not made an appearance yet would you like to make a substantial appearance in one of the upcoming Star Wars live action shows? For me, I would want to see Asajj Ventress in the Ahsoka series and make her an ally to her. She might have died in the book, but they can always bring her back to life like they do a lot. Sorry, Eric. Have a great night to everyone. P.S. I think you guys would make a great live show if you ever do it. Robert, the last 10 minutes of this show is why we don't want to do a live show because it would last one episode. Because of the shirts that see You can see shirts that say Vag on it. But don't. But Robert, this is a great question. I will say who I would want to see is because I'm reading the Thrawn book right now and I'm really loving it. I want to see Thrawn. I do. I would love to see that blue. Well, bitch. Now he's already had a substantial role in an animated series. It says live mm-hmm. action, sir. Live action specifically. Yes. Okay. I would love to see Thrawn. Reading this book, maybe the other books after this, I won't be like this, but I am sympathizing with them. And I like this guy. And watching Rebels and reading Heir to the Empire, I despised him. Mm-hmm. But I really like this guy, man. He is mm-hmm. he is awesome. And he has this like moral compass and so far. I mean, it might go really, it might go really bad after in this book. I don't know, but as of right now, I'm I'm more than two thirds in. I really like this guy. I didn't think I'd ever say that about Thrawn. A character I would like to see in live action would be Quinlan Boss, and I know Sal's like, <laughs> but he's to me, he's one of the coolest looking Jedi from that era. He is, and if you read the, um, what was it? Dark Disciple. That's the book that Asajj Ventress dies in. Uh, he's it's it's him and her. They're together yeah. in this thing, and it is a fantastic read. I haven't read that one. as a character. He's one. really cool, man. It was essentially a Clone Wars arc put into book form. Oh, that's cool. And uh, yeah, it's pr- it's pretty rad, man. I, I think we're gonna see him it. in Bad Batch, Eric. Really? Yeah. I just have a feeling. I'm, I mean, I don't know anything, but well, I, I mean. I don't know what his official in canon uh, status I think, was. I don't think he has an official 66. one. Right, King Tom? He doesn't have an official status. No, he? I believe he was mentioned in a list of possible alive Jedi in one of the Vader comic series. Mm-hmm. There that you took go. place right after Revenge of the Sith. And it's my understanding that he went on to have a family in Southern California and do karate <laughs> in his garage. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very and, nice guy. And being and playing metal bands. That's Quinlan yeah. Boss. Former skater yeah. too. Yeah. Former yeah. skater. Mm-hmm. So formerly from Texas. Formerly from Texas. Yeah. And he likes Whataburger way better than In and Out. I uh, get it. Quinlan Boss, man. Yeah, what does Bad he know? Burger taste. <laughs> Bad burger. That's taste. what I've always said about Quinlan Boss. You yeah. Have, yeah no right? taste in burgers. After I heard that, I said, Well, I wish he would have died. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Quinlan Voss. Take a take a burger seriously here. That's right. Don't fuck with California in and out. <laughs> I'm super uncomfortable now. <laughs> I, I and I'm the guy that you said <laughs> don't that. do that. I, I'm the guy that I was thinking about it right now too. Just like last that, day. Last that don't chat, do that. <laughs> like derailed. Do that. Did, did that chat? Yeah, derailed. Eric, you derailed the show. But Robert from Ranch Come I just take my shirt. Nobody else answered this question. I got one. Go ahead. Bell Organa. Oh, I think we're gonna see him too. 
You know who I want to see in live action? Fuck me dead. Rafa. Rafa. What am I, nuts? Of course I would love to see Rafa. Yeah, I knew. that's. Yeah, that's who you'd say. Yeah. Fuck you, Thrawn. (laughs) (laughs) We can wait on Thrawn. Bring me a Rafa. Played by Beyonce. Fuck it. Let's just do it. Wow, that's your pick, huh? Jeez. Well, good luck with that. Not Anna de Armas? She is rising on my list. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Dad jokes. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, children. <laughs> and that's all the Star Wars we have for today or ever, it turns out. Yeah. Oh, this has been We fun just got time. a letter, a cease and desist from <laughs> yes. Lucasfilm saying, right. don't ever discuss any of our properties <laughs> exactly. again on your exactly. crappy show. Oh, man. Well, thank you, Eric, for that, for the derailment and also the Star Wars talk. Let, let's let's read <laughs> this email we got from Darth Into. Vagina? Vagina. <laughs> is that a Star Wars character? <laughs> You'd like to see that in live action? <laughs> oh, did you, how did you switch cameras, boo? <laughs> <laughs> did you just say, Rand, oh, Randy just said vag, vag, vag. <laughs> I'm going to start reading. You guys post it on this private chat. I'm going to start reading it for the You're going to have to listeners. start recording the whole entire window. Yes. 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 I think this is like the first time anyone's used that in weeks. Yeah, that's why <laughs> my thing is covered <laughs> over it. Like I don't look at that. Um, <laughs> yeah, gold. <laughs> oh. Darth Jinto. Hey guys, just wanted to reach out again. I emailed once before and have been meaning to for a while now. First, I want to just say how grateful I am to have found your podcast. This is before you listen to this episode. I look forward <laughs> to it just about the same as I do the great Star Wars and Marvel content. They have coming to us. Oh, well, that's thank you so much. Araj, you do a great job at hosting and running the show. I appreciate you adulting for the group. You're the foundation. <laughs> take me. Whatever breaks you need this what? summer, but not everyone at once, please. What? Me adulting? Less or crunch crunch. See, says there I called you crunch crunch. Let the nickname stick. Aha. <laughs> See, thank you. I've been thinking about that bacon mac and cheese ever since I went back and listened to some older episodes. Yeah, yeah me too. Oh. I know it's not a cooking podcast, but it would be cool to hear a quick segment of what you've cooked up in the kitchen each week. Les, that sounds like a good show. Eric, I'm a huge fan of the Bad Motivators as well, and I'm happy you get to move away from your shitty neighbors. Uh, The theme for what who's got was my favorite. I catch myself singing to it wherever I can when hear you jamming it. That's cool because we played that. This is all coming. Who's got this is your this is your episode. It says who's uh, got. Uh, what, who's got freedom of oh, choice? Who's got? Oh, sorry. Who's got what? I was just what gonna let got it go. Is a remix, dude. It's a Beatles thing. You play it backwards. Boo! You're a ridiculous person. That's the tamest hard burn I've ever heard. That's not it. Just leave it like that. You're a ridiculous person. I love it. I love it. What? I love it. Keep up the nonsensical questions for Naboo. People say they hate it, but without it, what would this all be for? That's funny. Mm. King Tom, welcome to San Diego. It's a good time to move out here. Your TED talk of what? What? King Tom, you went to San Diego? King <laughs> Tom, did. welcome to San Diego. It's a good time to move out here. Your TED talk of the force a few episodes ago was so good. I had to re-listen to it and take notes, huh? Oh, I think they mixed you up. Boo is heading to San Diego. Uh, yeah. The ridiculousness is moving to San Diego. King Tom is staying <laughs> in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Thank I appreciate you. you, nerds. But now on to the business. The Bad Batch is pretty damn great, and I am a Star Wars fan above all else. 
But damn, if Loki isn't pulling me in so much harder. You like that less? So much harder. I think it it was less who came up <laughs> about lo- female Loki. So on point about that. I'm sending this right before the newest episode of the Bad Batch drop. So I'm excited to see how the crew gets off this scrap planet. I have a feeling now that we are over the drawn out hump of Wrecker's chip going crazy. This next episode is going to be, wait, I'm sorry. The next episode is going to show crosshair. You were absolutely right. I have a feeling he will rejoin his brothers at some point, but it might take one of them dying for that to happen. We will see. Loki, I have no real theory, but damn, Loki is hot. Which one? Ha. Fill a coin. Anyway, you, you fellers keep killing it, and I'll keep listening until next time. May the force be with you, Darth Jinto. D- dude, that was a great email. Thank you so much. Yes. Thanks. Sorry for butchering it because I was laughing most of it, especially the boo, you're a ridiculous person. <laughs> <laughs> But that was great. Thank you very much. Those are very nice words. And I, if you think I'm adulting, then mm-hmm. I appreciate that even more. <laughs> that yeah. just proves you're really good at editing this show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I wanted to talk about this real quick before we get into Loki. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, if you're a big fan of that movie, which I was, is coming out with a novelization. And the novelization is going to focus on Brad Pitt's character. And if you've seen that movie, you know that Brad Pitt's character's backstory is kind of a mystery. So it's going to focus on that, which is kind of cool. Um, I'm really into it. I really love that movie. It was great. My question is simply, does this mean we just might get a movie focusing on Brad Pitt's character's uh, backstory? Well, I don't know about Tarantino. He said he's done. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I really think so, he's done, though. I don't think he's done, no. I don't think he's done. But I got some information here about Jurassic Park 6, which King Tom might not like. Uh, Jurassic Park 3 uh, or Jurassic World 3 or Jurassic Park 6 World Dominion or whatever the hell fuck it's called. They're going to do a five minute trailer, King Tom. So if you're going to oh, go fuck that movie. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> if you're going to go see looks like F9, which I doubt you're going to go see. If no. you're going to go Fast and Furious 9, you're going to get a five minute actual scene from Jurassic Park 6. For IMAX viewers, though. Well, how? What else are you going to see? Is there any other way to see it? That's right. I'm not seeing it in IMAX. Vin Diesel and three stories. Wait, you're not seeing your favorite franchise in IMAX? Not my one of my favorite franchises. Easy there, killer. (laughs) Easy, back it down Um, there. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of your favorite franchises. Hell yeah! Because it's just, it's just, it's the epitome of just eating popcorn. And just watching a movie and shutting your brain off for two hours and just enjoying it. And then the movie's over. Isn't that like, what the sickness is? I got to live. I'm, I'm really jealous right now. I just have to say, for all you people listening, Boo has slouched lower and lower. He's <laughs> <laughs> almost in my lap. I've been having to fix the mic. So He's adjusted the mic. He's just brought the mic down yeah, to his he, level. As, just continues, as yeah. the show has been I'm recorded. Just, I'm just going to be oh, laying down. You, you guys are just going to see Oh, shit. You. <laughs> Those are some good pores, Rush. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just zoomed into his, fucking, his molecules. As, as soon as you said that it's one of your favorite franchises, all I heard was boo. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? You're yeah. a, a ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous human yeah. being. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, yep, nailed oh, it. No. Oh, Got to live up to it, you know. Yep, you You're did it. Cricket. You did it. You did it. <sighs> All right. So our next thing we're gonna get into. Let's just get into Loki. Let's get into yeah, Loki episode three. We have a couple of emails, but let's talk about Loki episode three first. 
I'll just say that it wasn't my favorite episode, but I thought that it was the most well done episode. It was beautifully done and visuals were amazing. It looked like that game. I haven't played it, but is it called Bio? Yeah, Bioshock. Yeah, Bioshock right, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like we were playing a game of that from the from the moment they got into that planet. I thought it was uh, Lamentus. Yeah, Lamentus one. I thought it was great, man. I, those two. It's amazing that Loki um, is falling in love with himself, which is uh, which is perfect. I think. I think those two characters are really digging each other, and and at the end of it, at that one point, I thought she was going to kiss him, kiss him, and I was like, wow, she's kissing herself. That's great. So I, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great episode. And Loki comes out uh, as bisexual, evidently, and which is phenomenal. It's great. And for the people that, oh yeah, we already talked about this. So yeah. So I, I thought it was great. I got no problems with it. It was probably my second favorite episode of the season so far. Uh, probably my least favorite of the bunch so far. Okay. The ending was really strong. Yeah. But the first two episodes, I think, had the dynamic between uh, mm-hmm. Owen Wilson mm-hmm. and. Right. Uh, guy i did miss him yeah. what's guy's name tom hiddleston tom hiddleston, tom hiddleston. that guy their dynamic <laughs> is awesome so not having that in this episode was missed i did yeah. miss i missed him too but all around i i think it was, it was a it was a good like middle episode this is usually where things kind of start to slow down as they kind of set the next stage for the next like movement right but we don't have a lot of episodes left man we have three more we're at the halfway point which yeah. is crazy uh, but Keaton, what, what was your uh, reaction to this? I, one? I thought it was great. It reminded me a lot of an episode of Doctor Who, and not oh, in a bad way. Good call. Uh, just you know, two time traveling English people talking right. for an hour. Um, but the the act, you know, it really did feel like a movie. Um, the the planet Lamentus and and the the meteors coming down, um, and then that last. I kind of mentioned this earlier, but that whole last. Ch- I don't know if it's a chase or whatever, but the scene where they're running through the city, it was just very technically impressive because it probably wasn't. But to me, it all felt like it was just one shot with constant camera movement. And, you know, they're trying to get to the ship. And I think the idea was if they can get to the ship and save everyone, then the time people come after them, then the ship just blows the fuck up. And yeah, that was a hell of a thing to end on. It was. And, And where do they go from here? Like what, yeah, are, that, what are that their was, options? Yeah. Yeah. Eric, what'd you think? Do you feel, do you feel like that some of the dialogue uh, in this episode was a little wishy-washy though? Well, like, it, like, like the dagger metaphor and all that kind of stuff. Like it just kind of needless. It so yeah. it, it just wasn't even like on character tone. I usually kind of take him as being a little bit more witty than that. And mm-hmm. it's just like very wishy-washy dialogue in this episode. Yeah. That's actually what I was going to say is that I thought some of the dialogue was a bit clunky and, um, if, you know, and you'll notice this has been the shortest episode. Yeah. So well, the rest of them are going to be the short Eric. if, if they, Oh, they are. Yeah. If they had to stretch it out a little bit, uh, with that, because I didn't think some of it like fit the character. And that's something that, right always drives me a little bit nuts when they establish what a character's like in a show. And then later on in the show, the way they write him contradicts everything they told you about the character. Like it, it, just a complete side note, the Andy Griffith show mm-hmm. was a major issue with that when it got into the later seasons. But uh, you know, that's current uh, pop culture, mm-hmm. <laughs> but in, visually it was really impressive. And what, 
like the arc of the story in this episode was pretty cool. I did enjoy most of the interplay between the two Lokis. And I, I don't think like, yeah, very obviously there's some like sexual tension there, but I don't think that they're the same person. I don't, I don't feel like that's a thing. I realize that they're both, that's who they are in their respective timelines, but I don't think it would be like, Oh gross. You're making out with yourself. I don't feel like that's, what they end up really being about no i I don't think so either i I just think that they're attracted to themselves because they see themselves in each other if that makes sense like an ego kind of thing yeah maybe more like a flirting like they're really just flirtatious like really really into the thrill of the chase kind of thing because that's what it would i mean i get that the 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 dialogue was clunky i'm sorry that's jerk man (laughs) (laughs) they're 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 on the hunt dude for the the ultimate like, i'm no, not gonna say no, that no. <laughs> uh, no but i also think that 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 the dialogue helps set up the coming out which i think is probably the more uh socially relevant thing if, if, of this episode if there's a, a thing to take away there but yeah I, I i mean maybe they're not the same person but they're they just have the same tendency so that it's just feeding off each other. And maybe hers are not as Sylvie's is not as a, maybe it's like a, a, a yin yang kind of thing where Loki, just like, you know, she took a nap, but he got drunk. You know what I mean? When they're trying to like, That's they were point, like, let's yeah. take a break. You know, yeah. he went and just got, he wouldn't start pounding alcohol but, and just, just drinking his problems away. And she was like, uh, you know, and she just calmed down. Like she said, I don't do that. He's like, well, I do, you know, like, that's a good point. Eric, Eric, do you see them sync up at one point, which they, they had the same movement? Yeah. Two or three yeah, times. Which, yeah. And, and I thought that was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I want to go back to is I thought it was really cool when you watched mm-hmm. how Sylvie manipulates um, the one time cop. Hunter, tw- Hunter 2-0, I think. Uh, C-2-0. C-2-0, think. yes. Yeah. And I th- like that was really cool. And mm-hmm. uh, just the way she was like driving into the hoop and then the, the, the time cop realizes I, I don't know you mm-hmm. and just the realization of that. And could you imagine what a, it, Oh my God, to have this, something like that happen to you. Yeah. What that must be like to feel so out of your, your mind at the, the, like the dissonance. But in reality, that was, that was really cool to see. Now, me personally, there were some of the visuals specifically with looking at the moon in the sky coming to the planet that did not look that great. Oh, wow. Uh, I mean, I didn't think it sucked by any stretch of the imagination, mm-hmm. but it looked much more drawn to me than real. Mm. Got it. Got it. But what did you think of it? Yeah, no, I thought it was a good episode. Yeah, not my favorite not my favorite. Uh, yeah, some of the train stuff, I kind of kind of felt that dragged on for a little bit. Then also that prick on the fucking on the train, the other guy's having a party. Everybody else having a good time. He's like, nope, fuck this. We're not having fun. I'm going to go get the cops. I was like, that guy's an asshole. Yeah, there's always one dick. Like I was that. like, are you kidding me? What a son of a bitch. Yeah. But, you know, besides that, uh, I, yeah, I thought the action was great. Them trying to kill each other. I think that lasted a little bit too long. Right. I was like, okay, we get it. You guys got to work together. You, you're in an apocalypse. You've said it several times. Act like it. Stop trying to fucking kill each other. 
Um, yeah, but no, but the action scene was great. I like the way it ended where <laughs> the ship blows up and they're both like, shit. And then just Sylvie just walks off. She's like, well, we're fucked. And then Loki's still looking up kind of thing. It's interesting to see him being the hopeful one. Being the, you know, uh, uh, oh, we've got a shot. Well, she's just like, well, we're screwed. Um, He's so endearing in this thing. He is. He is. And I'm not sure. I, I, I think there is some kind of, yeah, there's some kind of sexual attention. But I think it's, I think it just fits. Uh, I forgot who said it, but just the ego. It's just, mm-hmm. I love myself that much. Yeah, that attracts each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think it's actually to each other. I just think it's to the ego of it. Which is yeah, is which is perfect and funny at the same time. You're like, my God, what a just so into himself. And we haven't talked. Any of us haven't talked about the variants on. Well, not just the variants, but how everybody's a variant. Yeah, every they, agent for the every TVA agent is a variant. They, they have no idea what's up. going on. Yeah, they just snatched. So they've up been brain wiped pretty mm-hmm. much. That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. That or just everything. reset. Yeah, they've been just reset to be TVA uh, agents, yep. which is yeah, damn. And what I and then what Les brought up in our reaction video at the end, we we're reviewing it. You know, I agree with, and it seems like the time is it the timekeepers? Is that who? It is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the timekeepers. The timekeepers are starting to become majorly like bad guys here. Either and this might change go things. Ahead, sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, no, you. Uh, no, either they're either they're dead, like they don't exist, right? And it's just a uh, Wizard of Oz, Wizard of Oz, kind, of Oz kind of thing. Yeah. Exact. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I think it's a Wizard of Oz kind of thing. Yeah, it's, I mean, you kind of know from the beginning. Obviously, like what ramifications does it lead to if this is legit, like this thing that they all believe in, mm-hmm. right? So I, I kind of feel like it's the like King the Conqueror kind of thing. It's Danny DeVito ha- having all these variants from different times, like, mm-hmm. and then like this propped up belief. Kind of, it kind of feels like it's a good spot to fit in King. Yeah, will I, oh, I was going to sure. ask that? Will they use this to introduce him, or wait till Ant Man next year? Oh, yeah. wow! I mean, See, yeah. I don't know what is is Kang going to be a Flash cameo, or is he going to be one of the villains in Ant Man? Because if that's the case, then they should be introducing him in this series. I think he's supposed to be a villain. Well, then, the, then I would expect to see him really? be the be the. I, I mean, you have to now. Yeah, cause, because they said they said that the this show Loki is going to have more bigger implications on mm-hmm. the entire MCU than, than the else. other two shows. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they brought Kang in here, or at least or at least mentioned or or began something going on. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I suspect that the woman who is Owen Wilson's boss. Mm-hmm that comes out and she's all badass there at the end. You know, I really feel like she's one of the major players behind the whole fact that the timekeepers in my book, they're probably dead because her whole, they're working harder than I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that, mm-hmm. that came up as so like disingenuous. I just, I, but which I think is a cool twist too. I think that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. And to see her like, pulling the strings would be cool whether she's the the ultimate bad in the show or not i think that's a great fit yeah and it it also helps turn the i guess not the idea but the feeling because loki is a bad guy essentially but he they're doing this entire show to twist him to being where you're thinking that he's not all 100 bad so if he's able to figure out the tva is the actual bad guy or there's somebody behind them that's an actual bad guy and he continues 
and he helps or he tries to change things in order to be on the other side of bad, maybe not a good guy, but, you know, going and leaning in that direction, I think that would fit with the way the, the rest of the show is going. And the MCU has always had that with Loki. They, they've mm-hmm. always tinkered. You're with not 100%, 100% sure. 100% sure if he's, if he's bad or not. Which, uh, well, honestly, I don't think he's 100% sure. Not even, mm-hmm. Yeah, after we said the first episode, yeah. yeah. Right. I think and when I it don't... comes down to it, though, he's good. Like, mm-hmm. it seems Me like too. they've kind of decided that if, if we had to make a decision right now, he's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree. Well, and I feel like his uh, sexual leanings definitely represent not just his his sexual leanings, but basically his entire uh, view of his of himself. A little bit of both. That he's yeah. That mm-hmm. it's just Ooh. this this line between the two. Right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Well done, Eric. Thank you. Yeah. Well, guys, we uh, we uh, we loved it. Everybody, uh, well, every. Some people didn't like it as much, but we will agree that it's still a phenomenal show. Like Randy, mm-hmm. you didn't like this one yeah. as much, but you still enjoy oh, yeah. it. It's, yeah, it's like bad pizza. It's still good. Right, exactly. Exactly. Never had pizza from Columbus, Ohio. You know what the, oh, the other uh, the other vibe <laughs> I got was uh, more like a Land of the Lost kind of feel, too. Mm. That's, a, that's a good one. Oh, it it yeah, just I had feel this bad. feel of like 70s, lost in time. Well, everything on the show has been like Shows, yeah, where mm-hmm. you're just lost in time and you're time skipping everywhere and you end up in these exotic worlds and just getting to see uh, another, like I said, another location in the MCU and just the background. It just, it had this Guardians feel. It just took us into a different place. Uh, I was thinking about that today. It's like I like where we get in Captain America's u- universe. If we if we break it into universes, we're getting the the military, you know, and we're getting like espionage and high level uh, international scandals and all that kind of stuff. But you know, we get to dealing with as guardians. That's not the same thing, you know what I mean? There's going to be a lot of blue planets and purple places and mm-hmm. and just all <laughs> kinds of just different things going on. The trees are going to be rooted from the leaves up. It's just going to be a different thing, and I like that. Somebody yeah. on our comment said that the planet's very close to the Kree's planet. Yes, Tom, is that yeah? Less that's true. That's that's they're saying it's like near the Kree outer rims in the right. comics. Interesting in the comics. That's right in the comics. All right, cool. Well, that was I, uh. I didn't oh, get to ahead. talk to you guys last week about it, but the architecture inside of that office building from oh. uh, last episode, that gave me such like fucking prequel vibes. I fucking love. Oh, that yeah. 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 Oh, so good. The, the first two episodes gave me a, a kind of a Kubrick, old school Kubrick sci-fi mm-hmm. vibe. And the so, music was very Vangelis Blade Runner in this. In movie. this last episode. Yeah. yeah there sure. was parts of it. I was like, oh, wow. That sounds like Vangelis. But. Yeah, still can't wait till the to the next three that's left. It's going to set up all kinds of different things. But let's let's get into before we end. Let's get into some emails about this. I believe um, email from Avery here. Hey guys, hope you're all doing well. Not that the summer is in full. Wait, have I already read this one? No. Hope you're doing well in the summer is full swing. It's a also a great time to be a geek with Loki and Bad Batch happening at the same time. We have all the new Marvel movies down the road as well to look forward to. Which is my first question. Do we think Loki storyline is shaping up to be what leads to the multiverse of madness? Uh, I think we know that it is. Um, correct? Oh, well, we don't know that specifically of a multiverse of madness, but it is going to shape the MCU for a while. 
I think what happens with this time with the time explosion is definitely laying the uh, baseline for Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, it says, how could the events of Loki affect other upcoming Marvel movies like The Eternals or Spider-Man No Way Home since they said it would have the biggest effect on the MCU? There you go. Second, this week's episode of Bad Batch was incredible. Anyone else think that Cal Kestis, once they arrived on Braca, I know this is technically still a young kid at this point in the timeline, so I wasn't expecting him to show up. But do you think some something shook loose for Crosshair in terms of inhibitor chip? When the engine burned him, I thought that he could have been a turning point. And with Cad Bade's reappearance, I feel like we're heading for a conflict between the Kaminoans and the Empire since they're hiring bounty hunters behind the scene. What do you think? Sorry for the long email. It's been a minute since I wrote. Take care and banter on. Avery, creator and host of the Battles and Banter podcast. I think we covered some of this stuff. Um, do you think, first of all, uh, let's go back to Bad Batch. Do you think this is going to cause a conflict between the Kaminoans and Empire? I 100% will, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I have a feeling that too. Let's see here. What else we got here? We got an email from Shank. Dear Sith listeners, I'm trying not to do many speculations about the MCU Disney Plus shows anymore after I went crazy with WandaVision. But do I have a couple for Loki? One, I think that it might be the last we see of Tom Hiddleston's version of Loki. I think the character will stick around, but it'll be a different person portraying him. Probably Kid Loki. That's interesting. Two, Owen Wilson will ri- will ride a jet ski before the series is over. <laughs> that uh, probably will happen. That's really all I got. Take care. Shank, P.S. Kazar is getting a new miniseries. Mark my words, Kazar and the Savage Land are coming to the MCU. <laughs> hey, Tom, what do you think about that? Uh, it looks like Les has something to say. Go ahead, Les. Well, yeah, it should come to the MCU. If they're gonna, if they're doing anything like this with the multiverses, we're getting uh, with the multiverse. We're getting America Chavez, who can punch through dimensions and get around. Why not the Savage Land sitting in the middle of the Antarctica, and you don't even know it's there unless you pass yep. through and you're an X Man. You mostly have to be a mutant to get there. It just seems to be that way. And yeah, why not? And you know the theme song is going to be How Kazar. Oh no! <laughs> oh baby, ooh baby, you're making me crazy. me crazy. One, one more thing about wow. Sauron flies all around. How Kazar? How Kazar? Zabu is running up and down. No, I'm joking. <laughs> one it's more in thing. my face. That, that was Let's just again. Let's just again, boo. One, one more thing about the multiverse thing. Uh, <laughs> You know, was it Loki pushing into the multiverse? The idea of it, I think this is all could also could lead into what people think uh, Spider Man's going to be with all the other Spider Men coming out. No way home. They're trapped somewhere. You know, you see the other Spider Man. He has to help them get out or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, because it, it should have some big, some big implications on on the future of the MCU and especially the or, uh, the multiverse of madness. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Guys, I think that wraps it up. We have an, a voicemail from the win, but I think we're going to save that voicemail for next week because we don't want to listen to it this week, Win. <laughs> ah. But we 100% will listen to it next week. Well played. 
Guys, thank you for listening to episode 256. Sorry about all the vag jokes. Um, if, if you don't know what the hell we're talking about, Les I'm has a never going to wear this shirt again, dude. Les has Jeez, a violent man. gentleman's shirt, which is a hockey brand, a very nice hockey brand. It has a V, a Thunderbolt, kind of like a Chargers logo or a Shazam logo, and then a big G. So the microphone covers the Shazam logo part. So all we see is a V and a G. So and the top of the and the makings of an A, the makings of an A, yes. the makings of an A. That's right. So we see Vag and Moose Knuckle. Oh, uh, I see Moose Knuckle. Less sees Vag. And guys, we'll catch you next week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Randy, I know you love putting your social stuff out there, social media stuff out there. Where can they find you? I sure do. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Eric. Where can people find you? Check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators. It's reasonably decent. And uh, follow me on Twitter, at Eric Strollers. You never know. You might see some cool pictures from a big outdoor rock show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lights and everything. Mr. Tom Chansky, king of all pods, where can people find you? You can find me going through my T-shirt collection to make sure they can't be misconstrued on podcasts uh, on Twitter <laughs> at Tom Chansky and then uh, doing Patreon shows for Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and The Bad Motivators. Mr. New Moose Knuckle himself, where can people <laughs> not find you, Moose Knuckle, but find you on the internet landscape? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sith List, boo. And Crunch Crunch Gonzalez, last, since there's one more person that calls you that, oh. where can people find you? You can find me. Now I'm not even going to say all of that. Damn it, man. I almost went sure, to the shopping. full dark side, man. I almost went to the full dark side. You just find me on Twitter at LessonsWare78. You can also find me on this podcast and also on our YouTube channel, The Sith List. That's right. And you won't be wearing that shirt anytime soon. You can find me at The Sith List on every social media platform, also on YouTube. Um, and uh, yeah, check us out, guys. And Thank you again for listening. We really appreciate it. I know this one was tough to get through, but we'll catch you next week on episode number 257 of The Sith List. Brother Pamain's in the back, sweet Zenas in the front, cruising down the freeway in the hot, hot sun. Suddenly red blue lights, flashes from behind, loud voice booming, please step out onto the line. Pella preach worlds of comfort, Zena just hides her eyes. Policeman taps the shades, is that a Chevy 69? How bizarre. How bizarre, how bizarre. Destination unknowing as we pull in for some gas. A freshly painted poster reveals a smile from the past. Elephants and acrobats, lion snakes, monkey. Haley speaks righteous, Sister Zena says funky, how bizarre, how bizarre, how bizarre.
How bizarre How bizarre How bizarre Quickly, yeah, yeah, that's what she said.